This episode of Bringing the Backups is brought to you by Major League Baseball. Hey, backup quarterback podcast fans, if you have a minute, take a break from this show about uniform colors from the early 90s and consider watching our live sport that's going on now. We've made changes. For starters, there's a DH in the National League. No more watching pitchers hopelessly wave the bat at off-speed breaking balls as their windbreaker flaps like a pirate flag behind them. No more watching Bartolo Colon take 48 minutes to round the bags after an improbable home run. No more strategy in the game with defensive replacements or when to go to the bullpen. Plus, what else are you going to do during the summer? Talk to your shitty kids? Oh, that reminds me. Please explain what baseball is to your kids. This sport is dying. Oh, what is up? Welcome to Bringing the Backups. I'm your host, Eric Helwig. I did not time playing the ad in front of the intro song right, but I'm only doing one take tonight, baby. So it stays in. On the show today, I have no guests, although I think Liz is going to come in here later for the voicemails. And I'm talking about Curtis Painter. Huh? Curtis Painter, huh? He's going to, we're going to paint the town. Is that a, is that a saying? I don't know. We're, we're going to talk about Curtis Paint, Painter, 2011, cult superstar. Uh, I do want to give a, uh, give a heads up that I'm going to be at the Comedy Boulevard in Los Angeles on April 16th. I think that's a Saturday show. I don't know. It's on my website, erichelwick.com. Speaking of my website, if you go there, you can see a bunch of shit where you can support me. I got a newsletter. I got my bands in town where you can join that. And anytime I'm in your town, you're going to know that I'm coming to your town. Speaking of, the Vail Comedy Festival still coming up. I just booked my tickets, baby. May 27th, Memorial Day. Don't spend time with your family. Fly to Vail. <laughs> Fly to Vail, Colorado. One of the most expensive. I'm going to be performing for billionaires, basically. Billionaires who kill kids. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening to the show. Uh, don't forget, you can call into this show. My voicemail is 323-716-6072 for the Bringing the Backups voicemail. Beyond that, guys, enjoy the show. We're starting it right now. Grab your gear and lace it up. Helmets on and cup your nuts. It's that time you know what's up. Here we go, bring in the backup. Thank you very much, Yamis. My friend, the Yamis. Welcome to the show. We're back, baby. Oh, my God. And look at this. You know what? It is Monday, April 11th. This show comes out on Tuesday. Yes, I did it again. I'm recording the show three hours before it releases. But you know what? I think that's good. You're getting a fresh, you're getting a fresh version of the show, right? That's the way I view it. I, I, I'll be honest. I didn't have time to book a guest for this show which is why I might be uh, guilting my wife to come up and hang out later. But the reason is because, man, oh, man, it was a big week last week. I recorded a mini comedy special thanks to Flappers Comedy Club. Um, I was doing shows all week, kind of like prepping for the, you know, it's only like, a, I think I did like 12 minutes or something. It's a little special. It's not really a special. It's almost like practice for doing a special, but there were TV cameras. There was a mic'd audience. 
You know, I, you know, I like tried to eat healthy for two days beforehand. You know, I had options for clothing, you know, shit like that. It was a fun thing to be like, oh, you know, when I record my own special, you know, just me more than 12 minutes in the next two years or something, when I put together my full hour, this is what it feels like to kind of get ready. So that was, that was a, it was a busy week in preparing for that. So, you know, I don't know what to say. This show, no guest, and we're talking Curtis Painter. That's going to have to be enough for you. But I do want to, I mean, I got to say, like, if you guys have not done it yet and you want to see me do stand-up, which is like, that's my thing, believe it or not. You know, I didn't get famous like I am now from doing the podcast, right? Stand-up is where my millions of fans came from. So if you want to see me do stand-up, go to erichelwig.com. And uh, follow my bands in town, and uh, you can, you know, you won't miss me when I come to your town. But man, I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling motivated for that, uh, for stand up, for sure, 100%. That was a fucking blast to get to uh, do that this past weekend. And now, uh, yeah, I woke up on Sunday. I'm like, oh God, now I have to, you know, go back to work on my, you know, it's like sometimes you have like a high and then you get sad afterwards. You know what I'm talking about? This is the dumbest sentence. That's that's really what you're supposed to experience with life. It's supposed to be highs and lows, but that's not, we don't let ourselves feel that usually. You know, we eat sugar or we, uh, you know, pay someone to let us smell their feet. Whatever you do to feel something deep down inside, <laughs> to, or I should say to pave over the feelings you have deep down inside, that's that's what we do. We don't let ourselves go through that. But I was feeling a little sad on Sunday. But then, you know, I had a nice relaxing. I like tried to like unwind and let myself just experience the feelings of like, okay, the, the special's gone now. It's done. And now I focus on the next thing, which is kind of what I did on Sunday. And, you know, like I said, then Monday I went, oh, fuck the podcast. And so now it's a guestless podcast again. Although I will say. You know, I know I've complained many times if Gus Farad is out there. He said he was coming on the show like six months ago. Hasn't come on. But I do have some other people on the podcast that have, uh, I should say, they have expressed interest in coming on the show. And these are the types of guests where I might have to read a book that they've written. I might have to do some research because they have real careers. I mean, I'm talking like real guests, people that you would know. People whose faces you would recognize. Not fucking Brad Stoll. <laughs> Why do I keep shitting on Brad? He's a, he's a very talented actor that's been on this podcast many times. Friend of the show, Brad Stoll. Uh, no, but there's... Uh, I do have some cool stuff coming. You know, plus maybe some return guests that you're familiar with from previous episodes too. So, you know, something to look forward to for you guys. I'm going to keep booking the show. But uh, this week, uh, no mas. Just me. And uh, and I guess I guess Liz. Liz, you coming in? Okay, cool. Let me turn your mic on. Pull that bad boy down. The headphones? Why would you not talk into the microphone? Uh-oh, can people hear you? Is the microphone plugged in? Grab the mic. Oh, my God. Move slower. <laughs> Plug it in. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you're slamming the water down. I'm putting it in number four. Okay, that's fine. 
Four is on. Great. All right. Now we're off to a bad start. <laughs> well, you sauntered in. You told me to come in. You tell me this for the record, listeners. Bring in Kept the backups. Kept the door wide open. I'm going to close Bring the door. Bring in the backups, listeners. A little behind the scenes information for you. I can't hear myself. How do I hear myself? Oh my god. Is it pl- it's probably not plugged I in. I don't know how to do it. So your your right hand is holding a cord. Pull the cord, pull the cord, pull the cord, pull the cord. Now plug that in plug that into the roadcaster in front of you. Hello. Can you hear your voice? Uh not only a little bit. Can you make it louder? Okay, there we go. Now I can hear myself. Okay, great. Is this whole thing making it in? You're gonna have to cut this. No, nah, well, who cares? <laughs> Whatever. This is uh, this. I guess this is making it in. That took like thirty. That was. That, you're gonna lose people. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna lose people. <laughs> Anybody that the, the few listeners that are left are lost. That was the end of the podcast. Right now, us having a fight. Look, I could have set it up for you, but you yeah. did. Come, you did come in very slow. Well, okay. Here's what I was trying to say for the. Bringing the backups heads out there. A little behind the scenes uh, tidbit for you. Every week, Eric says, you want to hop on the pod? Feel free to come in and interrupt. I like it when you come in. Like, just, just sit down. Just hang out. You don't even have to say anything. It's just nice for you to be here. And then I do it. And you heard how he talked to me. You see how rude Nothing it was? Nothing but criticism. I walked in. Per his request, yeah, she, and yeah. he's criticizing the way that I walked. Move, move the microphone a little bit further away from me. Oh, mouth. my I'm, I'm God. I'm not saying it in a mean way, just a little bit. <laughs> for now, the inside for them is you just <laughs> drop the microphone and then looked at me like I did it. It's an accident. It's all right. Gordon's trancing. You know, it was the, the audience doesn't know what that means. Our pit bulls will uh, walk slow sometimes, and like they're kind of drugged out, and that's what our dog is doing right now. It's cute. Look, the reason Liz is coming in is because I have some. Vo- I wanted to play some voicemails on the show, and uh, it's weird. I, it's more fun doing it with somebody in the room. So, Liz, since you have to go to bed um, around eight fifteen, eight twenty every night. Uh, I should get these voicemails in right now. Yeah. Also, for the record, it's like almost 10 o'clock. It's a reasonable bedtime. You have to stop saying bedtime. <laughs> we, we, we've had that conversation. It's a reasonable time now it's to on. retire to the bedroom. You're also about to stab yourself in the face. Just, uh, we might want to move that out of the way. Uh, oh, the, the, <laughs> this, was a, this is a mistake. This is a mistake. It's all right. I mean, look, you're only going to be on for about five minutes, and then we're going to play these voicemails. We're going to get out of here. Play them. Play them. Oh, wow. She's not fucking around. But you know what? Neither are our voicemails. By the way, after we do the voicemails, we're going to get into the career, the life of Curtis Jackson Painter. Not his middle name. Uh, The number to call in, by the way, if you would like to be on this part of the show, it's 323-716-6072 to call into the Bring in the Backups voicemail. Again, that number, 323-716-6072. All right, let's let's get to our favorite session right now. Bring in the Backups voicemail. Derek. All right, so it's time to uh, check out our first guy. Who do we got here? Want to make sure the levels are right. Here we go. 
Oh, you know what I didn't do? I didn't plug it into oh, the computer. Oh, wow. Yeah, right? What? Wow. What's wrong? I'm not even a podcaster, <laughs> and I'm getting all this guff for not having my microphone plugged in. All right, all right here's the voicemail. Jesus. Fucking laying it on thick. Hi, this is Will Motors. I'm calling from England. Um, and I was wondering, what channel is football on? Okay, bye. All right, thank you, little Meredith, for calling in. <laughs> little uh, Meredith from England. Liz, you want to take that one? She uh, she didn't have a British accent. Yeah, well, she didn't say she was from. She did. She said, "Hi, it's Will Meredith, calling from England." Well, calling from England. She's not. Doesn't mean she's from England. I guess she didn't say. Call her back. <laughs> no. Ask if, she, I don't if she's want to talk, from England. I don't want to talk to her. Uh, <laughs> what channel is football on? I feel like you could answer that. I think I think this is a question you could take. I'm picturing Carrie Underwood singing that song. Yeah. And I'm trying to determine, is it Fox? Oh, it's Fox. Oh, it's Fox. Waiting all day on NBC. Is it on NBC? That's not the song, but I th- yeah, it's, it's Sunday Night Football's on NBC. Oh. But it's on Fox, too. Oh. Fox, NBC. CBS? I think CBS has games, too. I don't know. Yes, don't know. it does. And then ESPN has games. Gotcha. And like and like every year, Pax, they, every, UPN. every year they do something weird, and they're like, "And now the game is also on Facebook," and people are like, "Fuck this!" Yeah. So they always put like, "It's always Jacksonville." Whatever they're gonna try, they're gonna be like, "Try it on Jacksonville," because nobody cares. Anyway, thank you. Uh, Thanks little- for calling in, Little Meredith. You can catch football on Fox, NBC, and CBS, and ESPN. Great. Is that helpful, Little Meredith? All right. <laughs> so there's Little Meredith, big fan of the show. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Next caller. Hey, Eric. This is Christian Helwig, and I'm wondering what your favorite pork product is. Oh, that's a great football-related question. Pork F- Favorite product? pork product. How is that football-related? It's not football-related. Oh. Also, she said she was Christian Helwig. Christian Helwig's your brother. I know that. My brother-in-law. That's, that's true. Um, it's probably his girlfriend mm. calling in as him. I'm sure when she called in, he was three inches from her face. Maybe not three that's inches. That's adorable. That'd be too That'd close. be creepy. Yeah, that'd be a red that, flag. That makes sense. Yeah, that's a little red flaggy. By the way, if Christian's girlfriend would like some red flags, call into the show. I'll, go. <laughs> I'll let her know. All, the, all of Christian's red all flags. All of Christian's red flags. He'll just list them off. Uh, would you have a favorite pork product? You don't really eat pork. I don't really. Here's the thing. Don't say it. This is Should just, I say it? No, I know this you're going to... This is gonna, not the audience. It's, it's, you're, I'm not... You're, you're just going to live it up. I'm making it sound like I'm you're a gonna, vegan or a vegetarian. I'm not... You're going to live it up. It's just pigs are as smart as dogs, and I don't, I don't want to eat pigs yeah, because probably, that makes me sad. They're probably way tastier, though. They are. I've had pork... I ate pork for many, many years, and it's delicious. Yeah. It's the best of the meats, but I have a theory that the more evil the animal product is, the more delicious it is. Veal... Well, it feels terrible. Lamb, baby, little baby lambs. They're so cute. So yeah. delicious. So cute. Can't eat them. Yeah. Um, do you think that applies to human flesh? Probably. It probably tastes well, pretty good. I mean. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Have you, have you? I have not had human flesh. Would you? No. Come on. No. In a, in a survival no. situation? Well, that's no. right. You don't want to survive. No, I don't want to survive. I want to. Cook me first. I want to survive. Knock me over the head and make sure I never wake up. I want to survive. I know you do. I almost ate my roommate during the New York City uh, flood. Sandy? Yeah. 
In, it wasn't that bad. I know it was in preparation of the flood too. It hadn't I even happened like, yet. And I was like, just in case we get stranded, <laughs> I thought about eating him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Who? Which which roommate? Uh I'm not gonna say his name. <laughs> not the one that we're friends with. What? I had a different roommate then. Oh, a roommate that I don't know? A roommate you don't know. Oh, okay. But I wouldn't like say I was thinking about eating uh <laughs> Brian Torres. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> That's not his name, but it's close. <laughs> I went way too close. Why would I get close to the Well, name? you didn't have to tell them that it was close. Everyone would have just assumed it was fake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Everyone great. would have assumed it was wildly no, nobody go through my nobody, fake. nobody go through my Facebook friends and look up people really with the last name Torres and find out who it was. <laughs> well, now you just said it was the last name Torres. I know. I'm leaving them breadcrumbs or Torres crumbs, as I was thinking before Hurricane Sandy. All right. Uh, we need to get another caller in here, right? Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's do that right now. Hey, you did not answer my question at all about Kurt Warner being wide or not being wide in a quantifiable manner. So I'm going to make it a little bit easier for for you to answer this. Is Kurt Warner wide enough such that if he were to orbit the Earth, would he cause a full solar eclipse or only a partial solar eclipse? Simple question. I need a simple answer. Please do not wax novella about some jingoistic piece of crap film in which his story is displayed in. Just answer the question. Could Kurt Warner cause a full solar eclipse? Okay, first off, this caller. That's a very fat phobic question. It's not, it's not about how fat he is. It's about how wide he is. He's got big, huge, wide yeah. shoulders. First off, for listeners just listening, first off, anybody who had just started listening to this show has stopped listening very <laughs> long time ago, literally three minutes in. But this is in reference to something that came up on the podcast like three episodes ago with the Kurt Warner being wide. And Ross just called, this is Ross, he's a listener for the show. He just called back with that response like a month later as if we were having the conversation yesterday. He's behind on the podcast. He's clearly behind on the podcast. This is what happens when you release every two weeks is yeah. that people think they're talking to you, but he's, he's probably he's, like He probably just heard behind. that episode, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what he's referencing. Uh, yes, I do think, it, depending on where he's standing, I think he could easily block out the sun. Who's Kurt Warner? Yeah. Who's Kurt Warner? Are you <laughs> kidding me? I, this is was a that, podcast about backup quarterbacks. Is that the football movie that we watched well, you tried, with Zachary you, Levi? Yeah, you tried to watch it. I don't. I, think I, I was, yeah. Yeah. Who's is Zachary Levi in other things that people should know? I don't know. Yeah, he's did. He was in a thing. He feels like a touched by an angel type of actor. <laughs> Maybe like no. he was in touched by an angel. I think it's just because that movie feels like touched by I, an angel. I think he was in touched by an angel as a younger actor. He was in this I movie, don't think so. and he was I in like, like was the in Passion a of the Christ TV series. Yeah. I don't know. He's in something big that I didn't watch. His very wide shoulders. Gotcha. It cannot be denied. Okay. Uh, and also, why is that movie a jingoistic piece of crap? That's fucking liberal Ross. Anything where you're not taking a dump in an American flag is considered, considered jingoistic in 2022. What does that mean? Jingoistic? It's like too, it's is that like, a word? It's like, national, it's like too national-centric. Like he's like too American. That's what he's saying. Oh. I don't know. I'm not, probably not. Let me look up the word jingoistic. <laughs> I think I'm- It sounds I, made up. I, it's, I don't think it's made up. I'm going to look up jingoistic right now. Gordon's holding my hand right now. You have to explain it's to the audience sweet. who that is. Our pit bull, Gordon- He's laying down next to me on the couch, and he is putting his paw in my hand. Okay, here's he's he's a cute dog. 
uh, jingoism, extreme patriotism, especially in the form of aggressive or warlike foreign policy. What the fuck about the Kurt Warner movie is jingoistic? Uh, Ross, I'll fight with him later about that. All right, you want to get to another voicemail? Yeah. Okay, let's go. How to many our- are we doing? Sound less excited oh, to be on curious. the podcast. I was curious. I was like, I don't know. I was. This is a comedy podcast. I thought rule of threes. I thought we'd be doing three. There's five. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. This is WKB5. Want to call you to let you know you just won tickets to the Justin Bieber concert coming up next Saturday. Go ahead and give us a call back, and we'll make sure to send those tickets right on over. Ooh. Jay, you big Justin Bieber fan? No, but I like free things. They, you Let's do. Let's go to the Justin Bieber concert next Saturday. When was this voicemail left? Did we miss it? This is probably from. He probably called in about. I a think month we and probably half missed the Justin probably. Bieber concert. Uh, well, you want to Google when Bieber's in town? <laughs> we got one more. Um, and by the way, uh, some of you fuckers can call in and leave real questions, and I will answer those too. The number three two three seven one six six zero. Finish it for him, Liz. I don't know it. Seven two. Three two three seven one six six zero five 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 five. This is my work. This is my life's work, and you're making a joke of it. All right, one more voicemail, and then uh, Liz is out of here. So, Liz, mm-hmm. our final voicemail. Mm-hmm. Good day, Eric. Tis I, the NFL Riddler again. Another question for you, Eric. In the NFL. What is the one thing that the greatest players train themselves to forget? I repeat, in the NFL, <laughs> what is the one thing the greatest players train themselves? Oh, let me start that again. <laughs> I, this is not a good question. Uh-oh. We lost the Riddler. I think the Riddler, he might have dropped the phone. I should have probably checked this message before I played it on the... Yeah, is that the end of the message? Damn it. There's no oh. erase button for your message. <laughs> <laughs> Eric. <laughs> cheap answering service. <laughs> All right. The Riddler's okay. the he, he's NFL, having an off Eric, day. Back to the question. What is the one thing the greatest players train themselves... This this question is written terribly. I, I didn't write the question. Intern. <laughs> Let's move on. I have another one. Okay. He Eric, had multiple regarding questions Tom Brady's up. ability to manipulate safeties with his eyes, who taught him the skill of looking the other way? Oh, that's Tom Brady, question. of course, famous for looking off safeties with his eyes. But who taught him the skill of looking the other way? I would guess that would be his quarterback's coach. Wrong again, Eric. (laughs) It was Aaron Hernandez, of course. He'd learned very quickly to look the other way when it came to the young Aaron Hernandez's horrific off-field issues. (laughs) Rest in peace, Aaron. (laughs) And better luck next. Next time, Eric. God damn it. This this was an awful take. You need a delete button on your answering machine. All right. Goodbye. Uh, well, the Riddler. <laughs> not, not, the, not the strongest showing from the Riddler. The Riddler could have just hung up the phone. He, he didn't just, have to keep I, trying. You know what? I like seeing a little bit of the more human side of the Riddler. So yeah. far, he's been very menacing on the podcast. Yeah. He, 
comes in with a crisp question. He fools me and he leaves. The Riddler sounded a lot like Ross. Like Ross? Mm -hmm. It wasn't Ross. Mm. Are you saying you know the identity of the NFL Riddler? No, it sounded a lot like lot like Ross. You think it was Ross? Yeah. I don't think it was Ross. Can you hear Gordon making those noises? No. Don't put the microphone in front of the dog. He's going to... Try to chomp on it. He's making cute noises. Do you know what Aaron Hernandez did? No. He murdered a man. He did? And then he killed himself in prison. Oof. No, I like, he said it was like his uh, off the field issues. I was like, issues is a really nice way to put what Aaron Hernandez had going on. Yeah, it was a rough time. Anyway, uh, those are the voicemails. Uh, Liz, thanks for coming on. That was fun. Bring in the backups voicemail. Derek. And again, one more time, guys. No, no kidding aside. Call into the show. You don't have to do something funny like the Riddler, or I guess fuck up like the Riddler just did. You can just call in with a real question. You know, have some questions about you know Blake Bortles getting released. You know what? Give me a call three two three seven one six six zero seven two. Liz, you out of here? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, good night. Hey, good night. I love you. I love you too. While you leave, what? Oh, oh, oh I should say before you leave. Uh. Remember how high I got eating barbecue oh a day and a half ago? You got so high. It was very weird. I like we had uh, some gummies in the house, mm-hmm. and I, I don't really partake. Eric that much. does not do well on substances. No. He can't even handle coffee. No. Uh, so we were leaving to go to dinner one night, and he popped a full, huge weed gummy. Right before we left the house, and I was like, you're having a wee gummy? And he was like, yeah. Like, he does it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And then we left for dinner, and he got so high halfway through the meal. It, like, kind of ruined the night for me. I I came home. I went to to bed at, like, 8.30. And slept for, like, He was so paranoid. He he couldn't drive home. I had to drive home. He was so paranoid. Yeah. It was weird. It was, I don't know what, it was a very impulse thing to yeah. just be like, I'm going to have this. Yeah. I ate the whole, th- it you was ate like, the whole thing. It took like multiple bites. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was weird. You're supposed to do like a quarter of it. Yeah. I had like four times the dosage of a thing I, I, even when I have the normal dosage of, I have a very strong reaction right. to. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't, we don't have to keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. I, just, I, just, I had it on here, this list of things to talk about. And I was like, oh, Liz remembers that. Yeah, you get, you're very cute when you're high. I am. He's very boyish. Very boyish. I'm very, I, I, I experience wonderment. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get awestruck by things. Yeah. This, this isn't like, not, this is nothing original. A lot of people have this experience with right. weed. I, I don't get creative on it though. Some people are like, I, I, I just, I get smoke a little weed and then I write. I think that depends on the strain. I don't know much about marijuana, but. The way you said marijuana. 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 Um, I think it depends on the strain. There's different kinds of highs. Yeah, that's the kind of thing where like you're supposed to know your body and I don't, that's not my forte. Mm-mm. You know, I just, I just let it ride. Give me the thing. I don't want to do research. I don't want to know what this strain does versus that strain. Just give me some of the thing and let's 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 see what happens. But look, you got to get out of here. I got to talk about Good Curtis night. Painter. The people got to get what they want. Oh, I love you too. Bye. Goodbye. Don't put it on there. Just put it down. <laughs> well, no, because it's going to fall again. It's going to be a whole thing. All right, everybody. 
Liz Galales. You can uh, follow her on Instagram and Twitter at Liz Galales if you uh, want to support this uh, this very funny lady. Take the maybe take the dog out too. All right. Come on, Gordon. Get out of here. Gordon, hit the bricks. Gordon, go. Let's go. All right, good boy. Get out of here. Liz, can you close the door? Um, all right, back to the podcast, everybody. Wasn't that wasn't that a nice treat? A guest for the for the voicemails. Thank you to every and I want to say thank you to people that called in too. Little Meredith, Ross, uh, Christian and his girlfriend, I think, and whoever the Riddler is. <laughs> thank you. It is always nice to to hear from you guys. Why don't we do this? In fact, uh, I'm, I, we got a, a a little throwback bit to play on the show, and then we're going to come back from that and get right into Curtis Painter. Welcome back to another edition of On This Day in Backup History. Today we're in Indianapolis, not to race cars around a track like the Boy Scouts, but for a backup quarterback. Colts backup quarterback, taller Max Kellerman, I mean Dan Orlovsky, was upset he was still riding the bench in favor of third-year quarterback Curtis Painter who had gone 0-7 in his 2011 starts, leading into a Week 12 tilt at home with the Carolina Panthers. Years later, after Orlovsky was a well-known commentator, he was still furious that Curtis Painter got a full episode of bringing the backups before him, even though Orlovsky was a way more famous guy. It drove him to madness, forever stuck behind the likes of Curtis Painter. Anyway, back to 2011. Orlovsky started the next week and embarrassed himself. Someone tell future Orlovsky to enjoy what he has. His day on this podcast will one day come. All right. You remember when I used to do those bits? I, they used to do like three of them every show. I'd be like, God damn, it's so much work. And the, you know, the fans were like, more, more. And I was like, you write them. You know what, today I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm writing one. Maybe maybe we go back to those. Maybe we don't. I don't know. We'll find out. Curtis Jeffrey Painter. Wait a second. Did I say Jeffrey before when I gave him a fake for middle name? I can't remember. You guys remember. Go back. Just hit that 30-second button on Apple Podcasts like 20 times, and you'll know what, I, what fake name I gave him. But Curtis Jeffrey Painter. Look at this. He's born the same year I'm born. 1985. Now, he played his college for the Purdue Boilermakers. I really like those teams. I like any kind of bottom feedery team in big conferences. Like, I like a Purdue. I'll, go, I'll root for a Maryland. I'm a big South Carolina guy. Give me Wake Forest over there in the ACC. I mean, I know right now Wake Forest is good, but, you know, Dave Clawson will leave, and they'll go back to sucking real quick now. So I love those schools. Just like perennial doormats that once in a while have a, a 10 and 2 season. You're like, holy fuck, that's cool. So Curtis Painter going to a school that I enjoy was not like a super uh, highly recruited guy going into, uh, going into college. In fact, only received scholarships to Purdue, Ball State, and Indiana. Now, Indiana is another one of those bottom feeder teams. Ball State, however, I don't know. We're talking Mac. You guys know how I feel about the Mac. I almost feel like he should have gone. If he'd gone to Ball State, I really would have been a big fan. But in his college career, I thought it was funny, man. I was reading up on his college career. 
and they're like he had a he had a received a lot of criticism for his inability to win in big games against top 25 teams it's like criticism when he's 18 19 years old god damn they are amateur athletes at that point i mean i think it's worth saying like we go we go pretty hard on college athletes is that am i wrong about that I feel like we go too easy on people in the NFL and too hard on people in college. That's how I feel. Like college, you should be like, come on. Like everybody, it's, it's, they're still kids. Once they're getting paid, then we have to like massage them every time they drop a pass where it's like, fuck you, you suck. You're getting paid $2 million. Don't alligator arm it over the middle of the field, you pussy. To me, we got it backwards. Just saying. But no, I mean, I, uh, his college career. Yeah, I mean, look, he looks like he played really well in college. I'm looking at his stats right now. Look, he's got a rating of 119. He's got 67 touchdowns to 46 picks. I mean, he's probably playing, you know, when you're playing those big, those big 10 schools, those top 25 schools, yeah, you're playing four and five star recruits. I mean, I think it has to be said that like, he was only a three-star, right? So doesn't he get some credit for overachieving? I don't know. I was watching the... Uh, did you guys watch the 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 Final Four, the Duke-UNC game? God damn, that was a great basketball game. And I uh, I, I love what uh, what Kenny said. Kenny Smith said at, uh, in the postgame, he was like, I just didn't want one player to obviously lose the game for the team for his team. He's, and that's very true. If you watch that game, everybody played well. Everybody had a moment where you're like, oh, the team wouldn't have been in it if it wasn't for this guy on the court at that moment. To me, I'm like, when I watch college, I do have that thought. I'm like, I don't want there to be a scapegoat. I don't want there to be a, a guy that misses the kick, a Steve Christie in the Super Bowl that's just remembered for that one thing. It's, it's just not, it doesn't feel right that that's the college, that's your what you're known for in college. I, I get it. You're like, you're stepping into the spotlight, but like, they are kids, and you know they're not getting paid, at least not over the table. So, anyway, I'm going. I'm good enough. Let me step down off my soapbox here, but just making a point. There's something I read about the criticism. I didn't. I didn't appreciate it. So he's uh, predicted to go seventh when he gets drafted. Did in 2009 ends up going in the sixth round, overachieving again, barely. Drafted in the sixth round. Behind old giant forehead Peyton Manning and uh, Jim Sorgi. So he was the third stringer. But Sorgi gets injured in 2009. And then uh, basically Painters doesn't play until the last two games of the season in uh, 2009 and plays, uh, you know, whatever. He sucks. Obviously he sucks. Uh, He's a rookie though. Comes back in 2010, doesn't play at all. In 2011, this is the season that Peyton Manning goes down. And the Colts sign Kerry Collins to play. Kerry Collins gets injured. And then, oh shit, it's the Curtis Painter show in 2011 for eight straight games, baby. And let me tell you something. Curtis Painter leaves an impression, and that impression is get me the fuck out of the NFL. He does not play. Very well in his third season. Eight straight games goes 0-8. Although, you know what? Here's the thing. I have not done I have not done the deep dive yet. I have not looked at the scores. I don't know how close these games were. 
Now, I know this was a bad team. They went 0-13 before uh, Dan Orlovsky pulled them out. So I don't, I, so I don't know the answer here. But I'll tell you what, I will know the answer because I'm going to look it up right now. Let's look up his game logs from 2011. First, I like that name. I do like that name, Curtis Painter. That sounds like Painter is a cool name, and he and he looks like he's got like kind of like a little bit of a mohawk in his uh, photos now. But at the time, he had like long, flowy hair. He kind of looks like, uh, he kind of looks like uh, fucking Patrick Swayze in Point Break. He's got a, he's got a cool look to him. 2000, 2011, long haired beach bro. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting from Curtis Painter in his highlight videos. All right, look, week uh, week three, when Kerry Collins gets injured, he goes five for 11. All right. Week four, he goes 13 for 30. Uh, but two touchdowns. Look, his rating is 99.4 and a loss to Tampa. They only lose by seven. Look at this. Week five, they only lose by four at home to Kansas City. He plays okay there, too. Throws two touchdowns, 15 to 27. Okay, then they lose at Cincinnati the next week by 10. He goes 34, 23 for 34 with a touchdown and a pick. Again, not, not terrible so far. They're in every game as a bad team with their third-string quarterback. I mean, is he really that bad? Indianapolis at New Orleans, they lose 7-62. Uh, to 62. All right, I think we're getting to the part now. Yeah, look at this. He goes 9 for 17 with five picks. <laughs> Woo, Curtis. I I got to start reading and listening to shit before I say it on the podcast. They lose at Tennessee 10 to 17. Uh throws two picks in that one for a quarterback rating of 50. They lose at home to Atlanta, Jesus, 7 to 31. He go yeah, a low rating there. They lose at home to Jacksonville 17 to 3. Those two more picks. And then at home to Carolina, they lose by 8. A little bit better in that one. There's a touchdown, but two picks. Yeah, no, he it's pretty bad. He's it's just, he had a bad season for sure. That's kind of the end for it too. I mean, he didn't. He gets released after that season in Indy, and then he tries to catch on with the Ravens. Doesn't happen for him there. And then he uh, ends with I think it was the Giants. I'm actually not looking at it, but that's what I recall from my little bit of research. Is that where he played? Yeah, and you know what? Look at this. Eight of 16 and two picks. All right. So and the, the, here's his career line. He's got eight starts. He goes 0 for 8. Not great. But he completes 51.6% of his passes. He's got six touchdowns against 13 interceptions and a quarterback rating of 57.6. So uh, I think he never got a chance. That's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Curtis Painter. You know, I saw somebody, I, I, I always Google, I always uh, do the YouTube of the quarterbacks. It's like, let's catch a couple interviews. Let's get an idea of what this guy was like to talk to. And then I do a couple highlight videos. I, I go in and I find the assholes on YouTube that took his interceptions and put them to clown music. And there's always, for these guys, there's always one person that's like, their internet presence is relegated to one fat dude in his mom's basement going like, oh, fuck you, Sean King, and just taking a compilation of their worst plays, which, by the way, you could do with anybody. You know how long the the YouTube video with clown music Brett Favre would have? 
if you did that, if you just selectively chose every terrible play, every bonehead interception that he threw, give me a break. <laughs> no, but I did do some research, and I'm telling you, like, yes, his, uh, you know, his bad plays are pretty bad, but... Man, there's also plays where he's like fucking lacing the ball like 60 yards down the field and you hear the guys on NFL Network doing the doing the call like, whoa, painter in the house. Painted black, baby. I mean, I'm telling you, he the all these guys look good. There's very few quarterbacks where you watch them throw and you're like, this guy just can't cut it. Like you Chad Pennington is an example where you just like some guys just have like clearly weak arms. Danny Werfel was a guy like that. But as long as you as long as you can make the throws, I just feel like you got to be in the right situation. There's that big a difference between Curtis Painter and Andy Dalton for real? Like like seriously, there's that big a difference? Or did or did Andy Dalton come into a very stable situation? You know, Marvin Lewis had been coach in Cincinnati for about 85 years. You know, they they basically, like, write in 8-8 eight and eight before the season starts. I don't know. I'm sticking up for the guy. Tom Coughlin fucked him in 2004. Though, look at this. Painter should have been the backup, but then they, he went with Ryan Nassib to be the second stringer behind Eli Mannings rather than keeping three quarterbacks. That's the end of the career. He doesn't go any further than that. And then I did look him up on LinkedIn. Then he started working at the Mustard Seeds Gardens, uh, which I don't know what that means, but he was there for four years. I'm assuming he did a good job. His his resume was like NFL quarterback, Mustard Seed Gardens. And then I found uh, Indiana Liquor Group uh, uh, where he's an officer. I don't know what he would be an officer of. Like you're an officer of liquor. You're like deputized in, is he a bartender? Is that what that means? I don't know. I mean, he would, here's the thing. If you got, you need to use, if you are a guy that played in the NFL, you got to be like, you know, unless you have like some, you know, you're fucking goodwill hunting or something. You got to use your stories. Like that's got to be the thing that you dine out on. You know, you're like Rocky after he, you know, he's done fighting, you know, with in Creed. You find him at his restaurant. He's at Adrian's, making pasta, telling stories, putting his fist up to little kids' faces, but in a fun way, and taking photos. If you're Curtis Painter, yeah, you're at the bar. You're talking it up. Yeah, I saw Peyton Manning's dick in the shower. You're, you're telling stories. People are laughing. They're having a good time. They leave a nice big fat tip. You help out the business. They feel good. I talked to an NFL quarterback today. It's that, or you're selling cars maybe. They're loving your Peyton Manning stories. They don't care that you're selling them a souped-up piece of shit with the fucking odometer road rolled back. They don't care. They just heard about Peyton Manning's cock. What else do they want? What else do you want? You want to hear about Peyton Manning's cock and get a good car? Fuck you. You got to choose in this life, okay? There's no, there's no such thing as a great situation, okay? There's compromises. There's compromises, and there's, there's uh, fucking... You, you get something, but you lose something. That's life. That's life. So, yes, I will take my car exploding on the highway and a good Peyton Manning story. 
By the way, that reminded me in a sad way. But let's, for real, no no joke here. I feel bad that that was the segue, but how fucking sad is the Dwayne Haskins shit? For real. I mean, goddamn. And all the stories coming out about him now, you know, obviously, like, when somebody dies, like, people say, nobody's like, and he was a piece of shit on top of it. But it really sounds like everything everybody said about him was kind guy, good teammate, good person. It just sucks, man. And, like, you know, from the football perspective, you're like, he definitely had a shot in Pittsburgh. I know that's not what's important when someone dies, but I don't know, man. It just, It's just his football life was ahead of him, but then his life was ahead of him after that too. It's just, it's such a bummer. And it like, it puts you in a spot where you're just like, God, yeah. You know, I'm not breaking any new ground by saying this, but it's like at any moment, it really, it really is at any moment you can go. It's not, you, even if you make good choices and you, you're you're safe or whatever like it's it's truly like in a in a big way not up to you. I can think of so many times where it's like in my life where I wasn't doing anything wrong, I wasn't putting myself in a bad situation and I almost died. Just from like random shit. So what a I mean what a uh yeah, what what a sad thing. We do we I don't need to talk about it on the pod, but I did, you know, whatever. I'm not going to belabor the point but a real bummer a real bummer bigger than football all that other stuff all right you you guys didn't tune in to listen to me talk about the human condition all right that's just not you know we all get one go around in this life all right maybe that's a little lesson to everybody out there if you're still judging people or like being a fucking tight ass about stuff. It's like we only get once in life. So like live and let live people. It's a, you know, stop hating everybody who doesn't think like you. (laughs) Stop. It's too short. It's too short on this mortal coil for us to act like that. So please refriend your aunt on Facebook. I know she posts Trump memes, but she's also related to you and held you as a child while and watched you while your parents were getting divorced. So fucking chill out on the fucking microchips in the bloodstream. All right, everybody? And don't put shit in your head. We, we, me and Liz started watching Severance, that show. I'm not going to ruin anything. I'm not ruining anything. Everybody knows that's what the show's about. They put fucking chips in their head. But the second you put a chip in your head, man, it's hard to feel bad for you. It's the same thing with cult. Like, like I remember when that cult thing came out with the girl from Smallville, and they were branding girls' pussies, and people were like, isn't this terrible how they're branding pussies? And it's like, well, why would you hang out in a cult where they're doing that shit for years? How desperate to be loved are you? Don't hang out in cults. Don't put a chip in your head. It's like fucking human. Like how many sci-fi movies do you have to watch where that shit goes bad? How many cult movies where it all starts with them dancing in a circle with flower petals and it's like, oh, we just, it was really, it was a good thing. No, it wasn't, you dipshit. There was always a creepy guy in the back jerking off, planning on killing you. Always. It was always going to happen. There was always a dude. 
with some bad intentions. Or a chick, I don't know. Are there any, uh, I guess that one, that one where they're in the, they poison the water in the town. That one was a chick that was like kind of like running the evil. But usually it's a, usually it's a fucking dude trying to get it wet. And it's fucking gross and it's wrong. And I'm not, I know they're victims in a cult, but at the same time, can you walk away from the cult in the beginning? Do you have to wait until your kid's being sacrificed to realize it's gone too far? What do you, I'm sorry. Cults are terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. They're they're victims. But also, there's a reason they're in a cult. It's because you're a moron. <laughs> like it's it's part of it is like don't be an idiot. Get out of there. Don't put shit in your head. Don't. Google eye. Put a put a little contact in your eye, and you can have Google in your eye. Isn't that great? I'm sure the people at Google don't have any other reason to have shit inside of your body. <laughs> They're not your friends. This, these tech companies, you know what's crazy about all the tech companies is they don't give the shit to their own kids. They don't. All the people that develop the iPhone, they don't let their kids have it. You know why? Because they know it's fucking evil. I'm saying this like I'm not in my phone fucking eight hours a day. Like my phone turns off and I have a panic attack and start sweating. Look, I, I'm like the rest of you, okay? But I'm trying to make myself aware of it. Try to, you know, put the phone down. This is a true story. I put my phone down to go make dinner. This was on uh, on Sunday. And while my phone was down, someone offered me a huge career opportunity and I had two hours to confirm it. I missed it. The one time I was like, you know what? I'm really going to practice being present with myself and cooking dinner. I don't need music or a podcast on. I fucking missed a huge thing. So I guess what I'm saying is plug into the fucking matrix, people. If there's one thing you're going to pull from this podcast, it's that you should put a chip in your head so you never miss an opportunity uh, for, uh, you know, a comedy club in Phoenix. Plug in. I think I've been consistent about that the whole podcast. I should. I guess we're done talking about Curtis Painter. I forgot that that's what the podcast is about. Uh, oh, personal life. Painter currently resides in Westfield, Indiana with his wife, Meg Painter. Why do they always do that at the end? Why do they always name them at the end? I don't, that part's weird. Curtis Painter on Facebook. So one of the, that's so weird. Like the reference is Curtis Painter's Facebook page. Like, that's the, that's so weird. Why would it do that? I don't know. <laughs> his personal life, someone on updating his Wikipedia page just went on Facebook, found his wife's name, and then used that as the source. How, I should, I should use something besides Wikipedia for this podcast. It feels like a, it feels like anybody can just write shit. I mean, in the beginning of the podcast, that was actually part of the goal, is I would tell people, like for Coy Detmer, the first like three or four quarterbacks, I would be like, log into Wikipedia, Wikipedia, Wikipedia right now and put in this sentence somewhere. Hide it. <laughs> and I would see how long it would take for them to take it out. And Coy Detmer lasted a couple weeks. I don't think his page is getting checked that often. So there was a line in there about him being a cannibal when he was 15 that made it almost a full month.
Went to a dermatologist appointment today. I guess I can talk about that a little bit. I don't need to. Whatever. I got moles. I got to cut off a mole on my face. I don't want to have a scar. But uh, I cut myself when I'm shaving all the time. So like, I don't know. What's the... You tell me. You tell me, listeners. In fact, why don't you call into the show at 323-716-6072 and let me know what you think I should do. I know we're talking about the Colts. I think... Uh, Matty Ice to the Colts is going to be huge. I mean, that division sucks. That division sucks. I I don't. Every time the Titans, like I look up, the Titans are thirteen and two. I'm like, I think they're terrible. I think the Titans are terrible. Derrick Henry. Oh, okay. Yes, he's very strong. Okay, put eight dudes in the box, and their quarterback is Ryan Tannehill. Like, how do you? You will beat them in the playoffs. Even if you're playing them in Tennessee, I feel like they'll get beat. And by the way, that's happened every year. Colts, 100%. They got rid of Carson. I mean, the Colts were in position last year. If Carson doesn't shit the bed in Jacksonville, they're in the playoffs. With not like the strongest team. I'm, I 100% I think Indy's going to be, I don't think it's close between Carson and Matt Ryan. I don't think, I think that's a wide gulf. I'm excited for... Indianapolis. I think they should bring back Curtis Painter as the backup to that. Pull him out of uh, Indiana Liquor Group. You get him to back up. Who is the Colts' backup quarterback? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't care to look it up. <laughs> I just didn't have it in me. I did joke about Blake Bortles getting released. It pisses me off, man. What? Why? What does this man got to do? Played well in an NFC championship game toe-to-toe with Tom Brady. Like, dude has playoff experience and has played well in multiple playoff games. Cannot find a backup quarterback job? You're kidding me. Davis Mills is going to be starting, probably. You know, ahead of whoever the Titans, the Texans pick in the draft to be their quarterback of the future. Like, why is, why wouldn't that be Blake Bortles? Blake Bortles can't beat out Davis Mills? I saw, like, Lovey, I actually was reading an article about Lovey Smith being like, Davis Mills is going to be really good. Like, like Lovey Smith has Davis Mills' back. He should have their back. They both have the dumbest first names I've ever heard in my life. Davis is not a first name, and neither is Lovey. Bad first name brothers. Davis Mills was terrible last year. It's it's just it's just weird. It's look, I this is the whole point of the podcast. It's weird who gets a shot, an extended shot, and who doesn't. I don't know. I, I I'm very I'm I'm frustrated. With my boy Blake BB BB deserves another go. Hundred percent. I, I, I don't know if I was if I was a NFL GM I'd be like yeah dude league minimum NFL championship game same argument made for Sean King on this podcast a while ago why why do you let that go that's valuable that's something that the team if you're in a position where you're like oh fuck we got to go to our backup in a pinch it that experience matters more than talent in that moment I mean that's what win, that's what winning is. <laughs> Just do the whole Rocky speech for you. 
I think like I think we can leave it here. It'd be nice to get this podcast in in under an hour. It very rip, seldom happens. I sent the podcast to a buddy recently. He was like, "Hey man, how's your podcast going?" I was like, "Yeah, check it out, man." I sent him a link, and he was like, two hours." I was like, "Just listen, you asshole." But two hours is way too long. This is what I should do, guys. I, I when I, when those podcasts go two hours, I'm like, I should cut it up, and I should have a part one and a part two, and I should make it a weekly show. I know that. I know that. But the truth is, it's a lot more work to release it weekly than it is to release it bi-weekly. That's the reason it's easier to get up. I got a busy schedule, got other stuff to do, and I would love to put this motherfucker weekly, but what, what, what do I need for that? Oh, well, you know, if, since you're asking, if, you know, I, you brought it up, you go to erichelwick.com, you can join my newsletter, you can follow me on Bands in Town, that's always very helpful, people coming out to my shows, buying merch, you can leave a five-star review for this podcast on Apple Podcasts, you can tell your friends about it, those are great things that you can do, and then slowly but surely... One fan at a time, one referral directly from you to a guy you hate or gal. You can, uh, you can, uh, you know, get me to quit my job and get this motherfucker out once a week. I do think eventually it's going to go once a week, but I don't know. I just, uh, once I commit to it, it's like that's, that's what you're going to want. And then I'm going to have to take it away from you just like I took away the old bits some of you are like, well, where'd happen to the bits? I'm like, guys, I can't write three bits and record them with different people all the time. Like, I'm busy. But whatever. I gave you a bit today. You guys seem to like it. Let's listen to it again. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, look, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, if you are in L.A., I got that show on the 16th at Comedy Boulevard. Come check it out. It's a new club. Uh, should be fun. It's, uh, yeah, it's right in Hollywood. So anybody that's local to the area, check that out. I have been having a lot of last-minute shows getting added on. Um, so if you do ever want to see those, sometimes they don't get mentioned on the pod. But if you follow me on social media, at Eric Helwig, you can do that. And uh, also, if you have questions for the pod, you can follow me on uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram, uh, bringing the backups, at, or backups pod as it is on Twitter. But yeah, follow the social media for the show. Thank you guys, as always, for listening and Have a good two weeks. I hope you're Tuesday morning at 3 a.m. That's when I release this thing. I know some of you do listen early. So if you're listening to this on Tuesday at 3 a.m., Godspeed in your job as a uh, trucker or a a murderer. What else would you be doing at 3 (laughs) a.m.? I don't know. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening to the show, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to support us for free, there are many ways to do it. Start by subscribing on whatever platform you're currently listening on. If you're on Apple Podcasts, write a five-star review. And if you're on YouTube, like the video and leave a comment. On erichelwick.com, you can subscribe to the newsletter and click the track button to follow Eric's stand-up dates and never miss a show when he's in town. To support the podcast financially, visit the merch store via Eric's website. Thanks again for listening. And we'll see you on the next show.